Welcome to Christian Natural Health with naturopathic Dr. Lauren DeVille. Christian Natural Health is the podcast on how to get and stay healthy God's way. You'll hear topics on nutrition, exercise, sleep, avoiding toxicity, meditating on scripture, what supplements to take, stress management, defeating anxiety and worry, how to reconcile Eastern medicine approaches with Christianity and a whole lot more. Now, here's your host, Dr. Lauren. Welcome back to another episode of Christian Natural Health. Today, I am excited to have Adam Weber with us. Adam is the no BS common sense speaker, author, product creation specialist, and owner of the highly successful companies Weber Real Estate Advisors and Weber Advisory Group. He helps people reduce stress through his highly celebrated meditation technique, Easy to Meditate. When he first tried meditating, Adam was frustrated with the flowery woo-woo stuff of meditation books. He wrote Meditation Not Medicine to share his simple practical approach to meditating, helping others reduce their stress without medication. He lives in New York with his wife, Haley, his two sons, Andrew and Daniel, and his best bud, Churchill, a golden retriever English setter mix. Welcome, Adam. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So can you give us like a little summary of your book? Tell us the story of what got you into meditation. Well, it was many years ago when I was in the corporate world. I was working for one of the uh, world's large uh, real estate companies, Mm -hmm. and I was pretty much operating on a continuous, in continuous mode, and the stress was crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had started to learn how to meditate, but unfortunately, there was too much woo-woo and flowery stuff around it (laughs) uh, that went with many of the uh, Eastern religions, which is fine for a lot of people. But for me, uh, I'm a a New Yorker. I was working in commercial real estate. I wanted something a little more simpler. So I had learned about four or five different types of meditation. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, what I can do is create my own that I can use every day. And when people saw that I was well, frankly, a different person from the standpoint, I wasn't, I didn't get overexcited. I didn't, you know, I didn't um, lose my temper the same way, things like that, uh, mm-hmm. both personally and professionally. Um, people said, well, can you teach me that? Right. And then I had, uh, because again, when you work in commercial real estate in New York City, for the <laughs> most part, most people are not into the very... I guess you would say flowery, I'll, uh, I don't know if that's a good word, uh, approach to meditation uh, somewhere. It's <laughs> a meditation, diplomatic way to say it. it was, it's a diplomatic <laughs> way to say it. I, it was, again, it was a, um, I, if you've ever seen the, some of the pictures of the cartoons that somebody uh, drew of me uh, not in the last couple of years, actually, because they, they uh, said they remembered me always wearing a blue suit to work. Um, it was me in a blue suit meditating. Mm. And uh, so I, um, I I needed to, you know, go that direction. And then when I was diagnosed with a progressive form of multiple sclerosis, mm. um, I really needed to dive deeper into the practice itself. Because for me, the title of the book describes it, mm. Meditation Not Medicine. Yeah. And uh, I was I grew up uh, as a son of a doctor and a nurse uh, and grandson on the North Shore of Long Island. Mm-hmm. And there was always a one size fits all take a pill approach every time 
Every time you sneezed or burped or something. <laughs> uh, no, it was really, it was, I, I found to me personally, and I know a lot of people I've spoken to, it was a very, it was an overused uh, approach and one that a lot of people were not comfortable with because of the side effects from a lot of medications right. and what the medications can actually do to you long term. Mm-hmm, sure, absolutely. So um, since you're talking about the, the simpler approach, can you give us an idea? You talk in your book about adopting the, the beginner's mind. Can you walk us through what that is and the importance of it? The beginner's mind is something that every med- every meditator needs to really start with because it's something that's new. Mm-hmm. It's something, uh, you know, yes, you can meditate and I guess you would say get it the first time, mm-hmm. but it takes most people a little bit longer to get used to sitting in place or standing in place, primarily sitting, I recommend, yeah. um, uh, and not laying down. Mm-hmm. Uh, although there are some that do, I, the idea is to not fall asleep, <laughs> right? but to relax sure. and, and become someone that is not overly excited or, uh, you know, again, not too deep into the, uh, the spirituality of it, really just calming the mind, calming the body, mm-hmm. and relaxing and lowering the stress levels. And that's really important whether you work in the corporate world or not. Right, absolutely. So for a lot of people who are new to meditation, they might worry that they're doing it wrong. What does it mean to get it right, would you say? Well, you know, I, I, I appreciate asking that question because I get that question a lot. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know if there's a 100% wrong. It's a matter of learning how to do it Mm -hmm. and taking an approach where just getting used to it Mm -hmm. and um, learning how to relax and let the meditation help you versus trying to fight it because for many people, it's an unfamiliar feeling. Mm. There are terms that some people hear like monkey mind, where maybe things seem scattered temporarily, or you're racing. I know there are people who think it's a you know, good idea to have five or six co- co- cups of coffee first and then meditate. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, some people do that to get started in the morning. And I'm per- kind of person, and I tell people preferably in the morning, get yourself started, go put on your coffee, if you're going to make coffee, and take a seat, meditate, and then you will be able to relax and not get overly excited or overly stimulated. Mm -hmm. And it affects, meditation affects your body in a very natural way, without the use of drugs, without the use of stimulants or depressants or anything along that line. Without That's why it's meditation, not medicine. It's, a, it's an alternative approach to that taking a pill. Sure, absolutely. So for uh, somebody who's new to meditation and thinks it feels tedious, what would you suggest as ways to make that practice more enjoyable for them? Well, I tell people, you know, find a way to sit where you're comfortable in a place you like doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, they overcomplicate things as, as human beings we do in life. And mm-hmm. the idea is my technique is called easy to meditate for that reason. Mm-hmm. Make it easy. Take a seat and get started. Mm-hmm. There's nobody watching you. You're not being graded. Nothing along those lines. 
just get started mm-hmm. and and take the time to build your your meditation practice and let it work for you don't fight it mm-hmm. the idea is to just calm down and relax so in your book, you also call stress an epidemic. I would have to agree for sure. Uh, so how do you think our response to stress as a society might change if we viewed it that way? If we viewed it that way, we, we would probably more likely than not uh, stop taking a lot of the drugs that are out there and decide designed to calm you down Mm -hmm. to what I say lower your temperature not your physical temperature but your mental temperature Mm -hmm. and you know slow you down a little bit temporarily Um, it's something where most people just got to learn to relax and as human beings especially at a time right now we're overly stimulated we're overly nervous Mm -hmm. you can't you know you go to a the drive-through, I should say, has become ever more important because people don't want to go in. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be exposed to others. They don't want to be exposed to environments they're not used to. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. It's it's important right now for people to realize that, you know, you, you can use it. I, I've, I have had to go into stores like many others, and I'll take a couple minutes to quiet my mind and close my eyes and meditate, even if it's for just a few minutes mm-hmm. before I go into a more crowded environment. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just to kind of set the mentality before To set the mentality and to kind of just get myself set and ready to go. I guess you would say as an athlete, a former athlete, uh, you you know, before a game, before an event, you were getting that rah-rah mentality. Mm-hmm. But as a... You know, as a person just working or living at home or wh- wherever, just want to slow things down. Mm-hmm. And when you first started meditating, did you feel like that came naturally to you? How long did it take you to really feel like you got into the rhythm of it? Well, you know, I had tried a number of different types of meditation, uh-huh. and it took me personally uh, somewhere between three weeks to a month to really get comfortable with it because it was so new to me. Mm -hmm. It was very foreign. Again, I grew up in a different way, um, in an overly stimulated environment. Mm -hmm. And working in corporate real estate in New York was an overly stimulated place Mm -hmm. to work. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, it was, was, honestly, at times it it seemed crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, You get to work, and before you could put your briefcase down, you were out on an appointment. Mm -hmm always in meetings, always on calls. Um, We didn't live in, when I was working there, it was really just the beginning. I mean, I've been out of the corporate scene now. I have a small firm still in in Westchester County, New York. Mm -hmm. When I was in the corporate world, it was a very different environment. You had to get up every day early, get dressed. I'd go to the gym a lot of times before, and then I'd get on a a train. Whether when I was on Long Island, the Long Island Railroad, or the Metro North, or wherever. And in some cases, I had to get, you know, I'd drive into the city only to get back into a car than to have to drive somewhere else. <laughs> right. Just constantly moving, huh? Um, Always moving. Gotcha. So you introduced setting goals for stress relief, which some people might find a little unusual. Can you give us some examples of what stress relief goals might look like? 
adjustment relief goals might be a, a change in your overall way of living. Okay. Um, unfortunately, as human beings, we're conditioned and we've been more conditioned that the instant gratification, mm-hmm. whether it be the cable TV, uh, the fast foods, uh, the quick this, the quick that. And it's really just about setting goals to slow things down. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, set a goal to meditate for a certain amount of time every morning. Set a goal to eat better. Mm-hmm. Set a goal to live a different way. Mm-hmm. Because all those factors, environmental factors, um, are things that, re- that cause us to react mm-hmm. too often to stressors versus responding to stressors. Sure, absolutely. So you also talk in there about hitting the wall in your meditation practice. Uh, what are some of your favorite tips to help people get through that wall? And can you define that for us too, the hitting I the wall? Appreciate you ask, yeah, that, I appreciate you asking that question. It's a good one. Um, a lot of people say, well, oh, it's not working for me, or I've been doing it for a couple months and I'm not seeing the results. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I, I've stopped seeing results. And really sometimes it's about finding another place to meditate. Hmm. finding, you know, changing the amount of time that you meditate, Mm -hmm. maybe wearing something different. It can be, you know, uh, it can be, it can differ for different people, but it's, my technique is about creating an easy way to meditate around your life because we're all different. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, if somebody is in the business world, what advice would you give to businesses who might want to help their employees be less stressed, especially right now? encourage uh encourage their employees to learn to meditate Mm -hmm. picking up my book honestly is a very good start Mm -hmm. uh, because it's a very simple it's a short read it's an easy simple way to learn to slow down and to calm down Mm -hmm. and um there's different way you know there's different things it's it's part of wellness Mm -hmm. um some companies say, oh, well, wellness, you know, there's a gym membership or, you know, you should, you know, you should meet with somebody about eating more salads and well, eating more salads, you know, without the heavy dressings is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, finding ways to slow down, cut the edge and reduce your stress is probably a better one for most people. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I would tell employers, encourage them to honestly read a book like mine even if it's not mine it's somebody else's there's a lot of resources out there they differ they vary but you know it's encouraging people to find something natural Mm -hmm. to address their stress versus the one size fits all take a pill approach Mm -hmm. sure so if somebody is just getting started and they are beginning to meditate do you have a time limit that you set or any techniques when their mind wanders what what would you advise people to do if they're just getting started if they're just getting started start with just a few minutes start Mm -hmm. with three to five minutes Mm and then build upon the practice from there. Mm-hmm. Because like many things, whether, you know, whatever you're doing, working out, a lot of times people go to work out, they don't start working out with necessarily an hour or an hour and a half. Sure. Um, they may only go for a half hour, 20 minutes, but build up the time mm-hmm. and build your practice. It's not a 
you know, everybody's different. Some people could sit down and right away start meditating for 10 minutes or 20 minutes, a half hour. Mm -hmm. I, but I tell people, I encourage them, start with three to five minutes. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like you want to do more, do more. And if you feel like maybe even just starting there is too much, then start there. But I would encourage them to go to a quiet place mm -hmm. where they're uninterrupted. There's nobody around. The door's not going to knock. Um, people aren't going to be ringing their doorbell if they're, if they're meditating from home. Mm -hmm. But just but just start. Sure. And, and, and you can adjust things from there. It's mm -hmm. like many other things we do in life. Sure. So, and then if somebody sits down and they just do the first, you know, five minutes or whatever to begin with, and they start feeling like their mind is drifting to their to-do list for the day, or what they're going to have for lunch, or an argument they had the day before, how do you recommend that people get over those kinds of hurdles? Yeah, great question. I, you know, some term that monkey mind. Uh -huh. um, but what I tell people is, Slow down, uh -huh. come back to where your original focus was. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's very common. It's not something anybody should worry about. It happens to all of us who learn to meditate. Mm -hmm. And even myself, who've been I've been uh, meditating for a number of years, it still happens. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it still happens. So, um, you know, just start. Gotcha. Okay. And so what would be some questions that somebody could ask themselves to know if meditation is something that's, that's right for them? Uh, they can ask themselves, are they willing to choose a drug-free approach? Hmm. Some people like that, just take a pill. Mm -hmm. I don't recommend it. Even my own doctor at Mount Sinai in New York City mm -hmm. uh, feels that the medications should only be used with extremes and very cautiously. And they've been very supportive of my meditating and me mm -hmm. teaching meditation. In fact, have encouraged me to come and help other people um, because not everybody wants some people. There's always going to be the person or people who want to take a pill and say, that's it. Right. I'm not worried about their body and not worried about the chemicals that are in the pills mm -hmm. um, and, and don't want to try a natural approach. Mm -hmm. But sure. the natural approach is in many cases, and it is for myself and it is for many other people, it's a better approach. It's a healthier approach. It's a less toxic approach. Mm -hmm. Well, and how long was it before you started noticing physiological changes, would you say, from your meditation practice? How long did that take? That took about a month total, a mm -hmm. month, 45 days. I found myself without as much stress and the ability to address my stress, mm -hmm. less bloating in my stomach. Mm -hmm. um, because of the, uh, the cortisol that was racing through my body. Mm -hmm. Um, and it, it, so it took about a month to 45 days. Mm -hmm. Um, in some cases, you know, there were days prior to that, that I felt better, mm -hmm. but, but then the next day, consistency. Was like, sure. yeah, it was, it, it's a matter of building the practice and being mm -hmm. consistent. Absolutely. It's is if if you want to become a professional in anything, and I'm not saying there's a professional designation in the meditation <laughs> world, but no, it's it's a, I, I liken it to if you want to be, you know, an athlete or um, in my in my professional world, uh, I was in commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. So you learn certain skills, whether it be utilizing certain computer programs or, you know, inspecting properties. 
you don't, you don't know it all after the first property. Mm -hmm. Sure. You don't know it all after your first appointment. And again, uh, yourself as a, as a natural doctor and other doctors know it's, you, you know, you haven't saved the world after the first patient. Mm -hmm. True. Right. Gotcha. So is there anything that I have not asked you that you want to make sure that you leave with our audience? Honestly, I would just ask them to pick up the book and give it a try. It's available on Amazon. It's available through other booksellers, but Amazon is, is probably the, the best one. They can visit my website for a lot of free information at mm -hmm. www.meditationnotmedicine.com. There also, I have a YouTube channel and I'm on, I'm across different social media platforms like Instagram and Facebook. We have groups on a uh, group on Facebook where people can come and they can get some complimentary training. Mm -hmm. And then if they want to, you know, we, we offer coaching, if they want to deepen their practice, they find they want to take it to the next level. Mm -hmm. yeah, for me, it's just about uh, the resources. Just start. Absolutely. Take a seat. Yeah, great. So I will link in the show notes to your website and also to your book. And thank you very, very much for your time and your expertise, Adam. We appreciate having you on. Thank you, doctor. I appreciate your time. I want to take a moment to thank the sponsor of Christian Natural Health, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked offers at-home finger prick testing for essential fatty acids, including omega-3 and omega-6. Your omega-6 to 3 ratio should be about 4 to 1, but the standard American diet ratio is closer to 20 to 1, mostly because we eat a lot of processed vegetable oils in this country. This means inflammation, which sets you up for a whole host of chronic illnesses. We should really all be taking an essential fatty acid supplement, and omega-3 especially, but getting tested will help you determine whether you're taking enough. You can order these tests, uh, no doctor's order required at trylgc.com slash CNH Omega, and you'll get a package containing lancets for your finger and a test tube for collection of a small amount of blood and a prepaid label to ship it back. Once you receive the results, if you have any questions, you can speak to a nurse practitioner on their team. Again, that link is trylgc.com slash CNH Omega, and enter the coupon code CNH20 for 20% off your order. Thanks for listening to Christian Natural Health. This show is run by you, so please write in with topic and guest suggestions for future shows. For more great content, subscribe to Dr. Lauren's blog at www.drlaurendeville.com or follow her on Facebook or Twitter at Dr. Lauren Deville. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating in iTunes. It really helps us to stand out so other people can discover great content as well. Have a great week and God bless you. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances. God invites us to cultivate thankful hearts by turning our eyes toward Him in good times and bad. To listen to more Abide Christian Meditations, just go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Abide Christian Meditation. You can also download the Abide app for more biblical meditations at abide.com.